0: My name is Trevor Strunk. Hey, on Twitter, and I have with me a return guest uh, for for you patrons out there. You get to hear some some return of a, of a classic guest. Uh, I have on uh, Luke <laughs> at Luke is amazing. You, you all know you, you all know him. You all love him. Luke, how's it going, man? Good, to, good to have you back. I'm doing
1: well. Thank you for having me back. How of uh, how's everything going uh, in the world of uh, the only good podcast?
0: Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, we are, we are trying to remain good. Um, (laughs) you know, there's been some scares, um, haven't been canceled yet. not yet. No, uh, not even by the, not even by the ratings, uh, that should have canceled us already, but you know, we got, we got the network on our side. We're going to, we're going to power through. Um, I do hear though, that there is going to be another good podcast. Is that, is that correct? Am I hearing right?
1: Uh, yes, that is correct. I am teaming up with Kelsey Atherton uh, who is on uh, Twitter as well. And he and I are going to be doing a podcast called uh, people's history of the old Republic. And it is going to be a star Wars podcast, looking at the old Republic stories, going through the timeline and talking about how that might or might not apply to the canon and the future movies and books and things of that nature that star Wars will be doing.
0: So is this a, is this a prequels podcast?
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a prequels podcast because it, it, it will have, uh, come out way before the original trilogy technically. So yes, (laughs) all of these will technically be prequels memes. So technically correct.
0: The best kind of correct.
1: Yes, exactly. We've already um, worked in a Futurama reference and a prequels reference, so we're amazing. We're we're flying we're at, high. We're,
0: yeah, we're on a good we're on a good path here. Um, let me ask. I mean, I uh, the million dollar question: Are you a are you a fan of the prequels? I know we both like the memes, but what, what's your what's your opinion actually on the films?
1: I oh, um, <laughs> I adore Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. for like parts of it because when i was a kid i always wanted to see the fight that you know obi-wan and vader had like what happened how did they do that and they showed me that fight and it was ridiculous and it was over the top and i mean it's still ridiculous you can watch it today and it's just ridiculous and it has this just ridiculous writing, uh, you know, writing and dialogue and Yoda's fighting the emperor. But at the same time, it's to me, it's still kind of awesome. Right. Like that. The other two are, are garbage. They're they're almost <laughs> unbearable i In my opinion, I think that the memes are very funny and there are parts of them that I like. And everything that Ewan McGregor does as Obi-Wan is tremendous. But, you know. <laughs> they're like
0: ultimately they're awful.
1: No. Yeah. 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 All it's, right. You know, I I always joke that like the cinematics that they released before the old Republic MMO were better than uh the two prequels. Like those just they were like six minute like things mm-hmm. and they were CGI, but they were like awesome.
0: And I I just always thought they were great. <laughs> I mean it's uh yeah I mean it's it's a strange thing like I keep I always wonder um I always wonder if I would um like them if I watched them again I, I don't know I'm not sure I'm I'm going
1: to watch them again with my wife because um what? well yes actually uh it, it's it's interesting because She's she's never seen Star Wars. She knows I love it, um, but she doesn't care that much. And so we sat down before The Last Jedi came out and we were going to watch all of them. And we ran out of time, so we just ended up watching from Rogue One Ford. And it's like, okay, we'll come back to the prequels at some point. And but we also like watching really, really bad like apocalypse movies like 2012 or the day after tomorrow, you know. Mm-hmm. You know it's gonna be bad going in. So I wanna show him, I want to show them to her from that perspective. Okay. But I also want to show them to her because I just really like making really, really awful Star Wars memes, so. Yeah, no. You know, no. And,
0: and I need and I need her to get it, so, yeah. <laughs> she's not, if, if she doesn't get it, then it's it's never going to work. I mean, you got to – if she doesn't yeah. get them, then who are you going to share them with? It, exactly. It, exactly. You know,
1: it's it, – it, yeah. I mean, we've already had a kid together, but that's not nearly as important as these
0: memes. Well, yeah. I mean, if you can't make the memes work, then um... – I mean, it's <laughs> nice, but at least you can get shared custody. Um, <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: Um, so, so well. Yeah, well what? Right. No, you you have to answer as well. You you don't
0: you don't get out of this. Oh no! I, I told did, you. Did I you like the prequels? Honest, I don't honestly know if I would if I would like them. If I oh would. oh! I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, That's okay. right. That's right. I did not answer if I liked them at one point or another, which I I did. Um, I I watched and tolerated and tried to enjoy the Phantom Menace when it came out because
1: mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm.
0: I was I, I a went, taught political thriller. Yes. Right. Yes. Did that come out at, in 99? Is that right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. I would have been 14 at the time. So I would have definitely seen all the <laughs> Star Wars movies. I saw them in the re release because yeah. they came out, re, they were re released mm-hmm. in theaters before the prequels. And I went mm-hmm. with my Dad and saw them all. And then they were re released in theaters. Oh, no, they were released the, the, the prequels after that. And so I was super excited. I was really jazzed. i had finally seen all the three first ones on a big screen it was really fun and then yes. we saw the phantom menace and i think we all knew it was bad but we really wanted it to be good so i really liked it at the time i wanted to like it a lot um i didn't go so far as to like buy it on dvd thankfully or vhs i guess at that point um but uh i remember thinking that the attack of the clones was fun and then a buddy a buddy, like knew a guy who worked at a movie theater and he was like, oh man, we can like go watch uh, attack of the clones again. Like me, me, you and my, my brothers will, it'll just, but it'll just be us in the theater. And I was like, oh, cool. And I fell asleep during it. Uh, so yeah. The bad sign. Yeah. Uh, and then I felt much this, I haven't rewatched it, but I did like <laughs> revenge of the Sith when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's. I, I think that they are. I mean, I, I think that you can, I think that that you know you can like them, and I think a lot of people who are younger than we are, because I would have been sixteen when the Phantom Menace came out. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people who saw it when they were younger, because it was definitely geared for for younger audiences. Definitely, yeah. you know, it, it holds a much higher place for them, and I I completely understand that. You know, the you know the the problem is when you know the asshole star wars fan
0: thing comes in and then it's just yeah no i mean it's true and like it's it's one of those things where like if you want to argue that it was like it was it in some ways is like a mistake movie where like you know lucas should have been reined in or something i think that's fine if you want to argue that it's not a very they're not very good movies i even think that's fine like i think you can certainly make the argument that they're not particularly like high quality films in a lot of ways. But like, I don't, I mean, I think like prequel stuff ends up being so much about legislating enjoyment and that, that's just something I'm like totally interested in doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I, you know, I, I like, uh, you know, I, I think empire is the best star Wars movie. And, uh, you know, I, really don't see how people could think any of the other ones are except maybe a new hope. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, other people have different, you know, different opinions. It's, you know, it's essentially, you know, arguing over, over kids movies. Now they're, they're kids movies that we love and we've obviously built up this huge lore and now we're talking about, you know, multiple podcasts, On a podcast about, you know, about this lore or whatever, but it's still, you know, you're still trying to be like, if you like this one better than that one, you're just,
0: you're just being a jerk. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think like, I think there's, there's, it's a weird thing because of course, like, we all know that, that Lucas (laughs) stole or like stole is, is silly, but like. Lucas took mm-hmm. a lot of the ideas from like the hidden fortress and, and Kurosawa movies yeah. and, and, and yes. like, the stuff he saw like Westerns and at yeah. all. And it's like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go and say like, well, uh, the only good Kurosawa movie is seven samurai. Like if you're, if you're trying to tell me that, uh, hidden fortress is good, get <laughs> out of here. Like, no one yeah. talks about that way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and I think, to a certain extent, that's just like having a an, a rabid fan base mm-hmm. uh, of any kind. Yeah, um, because you know you get you get people that way. Like you know, with with The Simpsons, you know, so oh, you, yeah. you like a season after eight. You know, or, you know, it, you get stuff like that, and I think it comes with the territory. But at the same time, it it's. You know, it's not cool. I, I don't think the Phantom Minister, Attack of the Clones are are very good at all. But at the same time, if I had seen them when I was like six or seven, yeah, I you'd feel different. Yeah, I might have a much different, you know, much different view of all that. You know, yeah, that's definitely. just. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I you know I could go on like, you know, f- you know, film critic rants about it or like Star Wars nerd rants about it. But why? <laughs> You know, like I mean, who wants to go on a film critic rant about about the Phantom Menace? Like, so we all get people. that it's a bad movie. Like, yeah. just just make memes about it, or like, just find a way to enjoy it, or leave you know, leave it alone. Like, you know,
0: most of the best memes I would say in in the in the prequel canons yeah. are um, uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge, Revenge of the Sith.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: related. Once Anakin becomes bad, they, there's a lot yeah. more. There's a lot more meat.
1: There, there is, but and most of the stuff, like most of the stuff from the uh, from the Phantom Menace, like you 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 go back and you're like, wow, no, that that was bad. Like, oh, this this whole slavery thing, this just has not aged well. And and I, I get that he didn't mean it, like as like Natalie Portman or as a uh, Padme being like creepy on Anakin, but at the same time, like.
0: It just she it is, looks,
1: yeah. you know, like, oh God, it's, it's bad.
0: Yeah. It's not great. No. And I mean like the, it, I don't know, like there's so much, there's so much in there that is just so tone deaf. Like, yes. I think a lot about what would have happened if, if uh, we could have gotten Lucas divorced from star Wars earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine there just would be a lot more controversy. Cause of course, like, we have Lucas divorced from star Wars now. And a lot of people say it's ruined, right? Right. So,
1: you know, yeah, I, I don't, I, to, to be honest, I don't know that without the prequels, we would have what we have now. Like I, I now I'm sure that because everybody is, every movie studio is looking for like a, a franchise to reboot or bring back or whatever, you know, they might find it, but at the same time, Star Wars, you know, the, the prequels definitely brought it back into a more mainstream conversation type thing, um, you know, when it was so, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like if it could have divorced it from him, I mean, like if somebody could have, you know, talked him out of you know, a, a number of decisions
0: in that movie probably would have been a lot better, you know, like, well, yeah. And I mean, like, you know, it would be it would be cool if like you could have had, I don't know, like a, a big deal director of the day mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. handle it. or even like, I mean, I, you know, I was I was very impressed with what um I mean, this is this is a silly thing to say because it was a very unpopular movie. But I thought in terms of like, just kind of a genre piece, I thought like um, Ron Howard did pretty well in, in Solo. Like, yeah. Even someone like that. Yeah that can just kind of handle a film and not yeah who didn't i mean lucas was just too obsessed with being an auteur mm-hmm. and using cgi mm-hmm. like and i think he he thought about those things interchangeably mm-hmm. in this or, yeah way. yeah which i don't know that's that's the stuff that ages poorly oh
1: yeah yeah the the cgi like we, we if you go back and watch them like you you have to um you you have to suspend that that part of your brain and be like okay look i'm going to watch this and understand that the cgi is bad because They, you know, had gotten away from using real puppets and a lot of people didn't do that. And Lucas certainly wasn't going to do that. Um, And now it just looks terrible. But, you know, a movie like Jurassic Park from 1993 – Still looks, still good, I mean, better. really good. I mean, obviously, it's aged a little bit, but like, it still looks. It looks much better than, than the Phantom Menace and you know, than Attack of the Clones because mm-hmm. they were using a lot of CGI. So, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, right. Solo. You know, Solo had there, there. There was too much going on around Solo for it to ever be good, in my opinion. Like, I thought it was fine <laughs> enough. Sure. You know, but like Lawrence Kasdan wanted to make a movie about his favorite character and, you know, whatever. He's been around long enough. That's good for him. And but but at the same time, don't let literally your large adult son um, like just write in this this nonsense, you know, and 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 run off. Two, two really, you know, talented directors. The I think the Lord Brothers, I believe it was. I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, but awesome. I mean, you can tell the movie's just super disjointed anyway. And I don't think that that's Ron Howard's fault any more than that's you know the the Lord Brothers' fault. That's just if you are going to change directors midstream and no. like you know your Han Solo needs acting lessons and everything like that, it's you know it's it's going to be a yeah. Be I, mean, a, I thought,
0: I thought like what I credit Howard with is like he, he was able to, he was able to like actually make, he was able to make a cogent film out of it, which is, oh yeah. I mean, impressive given, given how like, how disjointed it was and how obviously it was just two stories. <laughs> I'm not oh wrong. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it, it's two things. It's two things shoved together and it's like a Western that also doesn't, want to be a western maybe and um but but at the same time like the uh the the alien characters you know the the forearm character rio at the beginning just looks great and the droids look great you know and it's like they they don't uh they did so much really well with that in like the background and everything. And I love Donald Glover, you know, I, I think Glover's
0: yeah, great as Lando. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, his character was completely unnecessary, but I loved watching Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like there, there, there are whole parts of that film. You could completely excise and like it, the nothing would have been missed, but at the same time, you know, I, One thing I did like about it was that they, you know, they showed Maul in it, which I thought was was cool cool. because I never thought that they would do something like that where it was something that has happened completely away from the films that happened in the Clone Wars and the Rebels, the TV series. It was where they brought him back and then they brought him back in the movie and I was like, well, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, some people thought it was tacked on, but
0: whatever learn to enjoy things i thought it was neat i i had to look it up i didn't realize like there was a that mall came yeah. back and i was like it's not Darth mall and i had to look it up but it was cool to sort of learn about what was going on in i mean in the other in the other fandom yeah. like in and like as you say in uh in uh, uh rebels and and the clone wars and stuff like that it's like oh okay cool nice yeah I, it's, like that. I mean it's
1: it's just an interesting little thing for people that play along and if not you know go home and <laughs> look it up or you know call a friend who you know knows about it you know that's the my mom i saw it and i was like my mom who you know i know really enjoys uh star wars well both my parents do but after she saw it you know she called me and she's like i thought he died in that other movie i was like yeah he did but you know and i explained a little bit to her and i was like if you want to look at some more stuff here's like a youtube video like just I I don't
0: have time to explain. all this. <laughs> Just like yes and no mom. Uh so I'm kind of interested in 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 asking you about about Kotor with this cuz when you're talking about lore at this level when it's like when it's the question of okay like you know we're bringing back Darth Maul who was brought back to life in a in a like an acclaimed but admittedly sort of niche Uh, You know, compared to, I would say, like the films or whatever um, uh, production, um, you know, you start getting these levels of like, okay, so, you know, what's 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 going to be canon next? Is it going to be the video games or video games considered like niche in that regard? Or is that something that now, given the prevalence of video games, would be something that would be mainstream? Like, I think KOTOR is just like a really fascinating example of this because. You know, I don't know the lore from Kotor, but so many people who played it do and like I think for a lot of people, much like probably with uh, Clone Wars and rebels like that's more important to them than some of the the film stuff from the
1: pre yeah it it absolutely is i mean it's and i mean you're right, it's definitely a, a niche part of the community because uh' something that that Kelsey and I were talking about, and something that uh that I've realized from other people too that um There are people who really, when they watch the films, the thing that they wanted to do is see everything that happened with Luke and Han and Leia after Return of the Jedi. And I completely get that because I read that stuff, too. But I wanted to see the thing mm-hmm. that right. Obi-Wan talked about at the very beginning of A New Hope where he said for thousands of years the Jedi have been the defenders of peace and justice in the galaxy. I wanted to see thousands of Jedi, and thousands of Sith, and I talked about this the last time, but that was what I wanted to see ever since I was a little kid. And my parents probably showed these movies to me when I was way too young to watch. The, like, it was like four or five, you know? And like, here, walk me with this kid, with this guy who we named you after. His arm's going to get cut off. Like, no, this isn't weird at all. Yeah. No, this is cool. His dad? His dad chopped his arm off? Interesting.
0: Like Interesting. Like, <laughs> um, and. <laughs> parents, and parents were um, less worried about stuff in the past. It's going to be funny how like yeah, how yeah. concerned we are compared to what our parents were. Oh,
1: oh yeah, like uh, yeah. I just I'm just thinking of so many things already. Um, but you know that 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 was what I wanted. I wanted to see that stuff, and they showed it a little bit in the comic and the comics, Tales of the Jedi, and then they did it in in. Knights 1 and then they released Knights 2, the Sith Lords, and they they kind of expound expounded upon it, and it was just it was really interesting because you had gone from in um in Kotor one, there were a lot of Jedi, a lot of a lot of Sith, and they were all fighting. And then you move five years later after the end of that. And you think everything's good to go and the jedi have basically been annihilated there are like six of them five or six Mm -hmm. give or take left and so you know they're they're on the run they've got you know they've got (laughs) you know doing the same thing that jedi do making dumb decision after dumb decision and then like and then blaming the one person who all along was like you know stop doing dumb things you know yeah, you y'all know, you know the Jedi, the, the the good guys who were always just like, "Wow, y'all are so incompetent!" Like this, seriously, oh, another another mistake. By <laughs> seriously, you guys. <laughs> you guys are the the, the worst. This is, this is the Cleveland Browns of galactic peacekeepers. You guys are terrible. It's true. You know, I mean, and and I I get the like, you know, I I know the the reasons for it and all that, but at the same time, like, okay, come on.
0: It is funny. It's, it, it is sort of like it feels too on the nose. But at the same point, of course, like um, mm-hmm. when you're you know, living in a in a world where we've uh, just openly elected a fascist into office, I suppose it I suppose, you know, mm-hmm. glass houses um, <laughs> has to apply. Exactly. So what did you what did you like about about the that turn? Because, I mean, that had to be kind of a risky thing for KOTOR to do, because, of course, like the first game was about the kind of balance and the world building and stuff like that to 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 kill yeah. off a bunch of the jedi i mean makes it seem very much like a return to the the world of the movies uh
1: well i think i think there are two aspects of it um one is that uh we we've got the dreaded um game being ho- handed over to obsidian uh which means that it is going to be better and also obsidian is never going to get to work with the ip again you know got the sith lords and then uh fallout new vegas and um yeah uh just you know my favorite games ever so um thank you obsidian chris avalon if you listen to this thank you very much follow me back on i'm on the
0: podcast
1: yes please do i mean yes yes um it's I mean, they, they said they wanted it to be darker and it was darker. And it was interesting because it was the first time that there there's a point in the game where one of the enemies talks about how... You know, he doesn't care who wins between the Jedi and the Sith. They're just two parts of a monastic religious order fighting, like squabbling over religious texts, basically. Mm. And like it, I remember it dawning on me like, oh, they are. It would be like if it would be like if if religion, like if like if priests had real powers. Like in right, the real yeah. world. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not like making like a statement there. I mean, but like seriously, be like if they, but like, telekinesis, like, yeah. like, you know, like,
0: and you have a lot more followers at that point. You'd have a lot more religious yeah, people, I think, if yes. priests actually had telekinesis.
1: Yeah. If, if you could only get telekinesis through being a priest, I would sign up, would sign up to be Thank a priest. Sure. Um, but you know, they, they have this and then, um, and and he doesn't care. All he wants to do is just maintain like a, some kind of structure in the universe so that he can maintain like his underworld, underworld organization. And he just wants you to like, you know, go away. So the Sith can take over everything because it's just easier for them. And, and, and it dawned on me then. And now when I've played it, again, that there was a much, much, much deeper meaning to all of this. And I mean, uh, you know, um, at, at I think, uh, Shantley, Shantley on Twitter, uh, you know, talked about how, how yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. you know, this is just a, uh, a really deep dive into depression um and what it means to like try to divorce yourself from the world or from and, and or from your friends and things of that nature and then you have to come back you have to you know re acquaint yourself with everything and the more you think about it, you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, you know, the thing with, with, with Kreia and, you know, she's your blind leader, your, your master kind of thing. And the exile who is like cut herself off from the force. And initially like the, the lie goes that the Jedi council cut her off. And then you find out that No, what happened was when she set off this weapon of mass destruction, essentially, that killed, uh, all of these people, like, uh, you know, all of these warriors on this world, there was so much death and destruction. She was just like, I I can't handle it and cut herself off from the forest and then just left. And, uh... And then when you look at it like that and you look at it like she's coming back in to 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 reacquaint herself with with like people she's lost contact with and stuff like that. And uh to me as a person who has, you know, uh had depression and 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 gone through things like that, it, it it really struck a nerve because it was it was just um it was very it was on the nose, but at the same time it didn't feel mm. pandering or condescending
0: i mean that's in some ways isn't that like just the 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 general like when when Star Wars is at its best it that's when it that's what it does like it it gets it gets a certain kind of emotion or kind of feeling, but insofar far as it is Star wars, it doesn't feel pandering it feels like it's actually trying to speak to you. It's trying to be honest with you on some level. Like that's the appeal of a, Mm -hmm. a Western. That's the appeal of all this stuff. That's why people are loving red dead redemption too, where it's like, yeah, yeah, I get to, I get to be this guy who regrets all his actions. Um, if that, and I think star Wars in that way is totally true. I mean, protagonists in Star Wars constantly regret
1: their yeah. actions. Yeah, it's, you know, they constantly regret their actions. I mean, they're constantly making uh foolish actions and uh, you know, on one level that's like, you know, the slapstick comedy of 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 Star Wars, but at the same time there are parts of it where it's just it's it's not meant just to be a you know, it, it's not meant just to be the the Ewoks, you know, knocking over the stormtroopers. And it's cute because they're little like half bear cub things, you know, knocking over the stormtroopers. You know, it's it's obviously an allegory for the Vietnam War, you know, and things of that nature. And and when Empire, and when you're when you're watching Empire and you can just see that it's like this like this, you know, family struggle and things of that nature. It's, you know, it just makes it, it it just makes it better when it, when it means something more and it's not just trying to, to copy the formula that, you know, that, that, that Lucas, you know, the, the famous quote, Oh, it, it rhymes. It's a, you know, it's a story it rhymes or, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah we we get it but at the same time it doesn't have to rhyme quite quite so much
0: (laughs) guy i mean do you think do you think the do you think the so you you know one of the things you uh, you're going to be talking about with kelsey is uh is the ways in which these these uh very (laughs) kind of like out not Outsider is the wrong word because it makes it sound yeah. like because I mean super popular. Um, all this all this sort of ephemera is extremely popular. Star Wars is big business, um, and and popular business. Like it's not it's yeah, it people love it. It's not like it's not like niche in the way that you would you would want to say like oh right. it's like it's so weird or something like that. But like, um, like one of the things you guys are talking about is the way that they're going to bring the stuff that is kind of. You know, in in as right. regards Star Wars niche into the films, right? I mean, is there is there a place for the um, the KOTOR stuff in films, or is that just like is that too outside?
1: I, I don't I don't think it is, and and honestly, I mean, I don't I don't have any inside information. This is just me guessing, and you know, looking at at different. Things that they are producing and talking about, but at this point, they they have unannounced trilogies. Um, They have one with Ryan Johnson and then one with uh, Blyce and Benioff, the uh, producers from Game of Thrones. Um, And Mm-hmm. A lot of people who like follow Star Wars, who follow like Star Wars production very closely believe that one of those trilogies is going to be a trilogy set in the old Republic that somehow, in, that somehow brings a lot of the, um, KOTOR and surrounding stuff into the new Canon. And I mean, uh, I, I, I think at some point they realize that they're gonna to have to get out of the same if they're going to keep releasing as much material as they want to to keep making as much money as they want to, they're gonna to have to get out of the same like time frame because while i love while I love the last Jedi and I like the force awakens, they both take place within a week of each other, and that's really ridiculous and like you know pretty much everything that they've released in canon not pretty much but like everything they've released has happened within like a 60 70 year span and you've got eight, ten, however many thousand years you know to deal with so uh yeah i i think that they will and i think that they are in incremental
0: ways preparing to do so i mean how do you think how do you think the kind of like because of course one of the places where uh people who are huge chuds intersect is uh, <laughs> yeah. in Star Wars and video games. I mean, the, the response to the last Jedi was uh, not as good as one would have expected. And especially if you talk to people who, um, you know, loved the last Jedi, which I, you know, a lot of people I really respect loved the last Jedi. I, I you know, I, I know there are people who don't too. I know that the the guys in struggle session think it's bad. Like it, yeah. You know, people, people can disagree. Mm-hmm. That's again, like taste is whatever, but yeah, there are people who got real, real mad at Ryan Johnson for being a big time SJW or whatever and ruining their fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how much do you think that the star Wars that Lucas or whoever is doing the films, I guess, is going to look at that and say like, eh, you know, like what? A little worried about uh having ryan johnson do this like can we can we just stick to the can we stick to the status quo can we just kind of do things that we know work um i mean i certainly would be like petrified to try something new with like a lot of those audiences i mean
1: i i don't i don't think that you're wrong to ask that question i i think it's uh It's very uh, it's very interesting. It's very telling that uh, Disney keeps uh, doing the uh, the the Chud thing where they're like, "Okay, we're going to give in to like what you say. And because you're upset that, uh, you know, the the author, Chuck Wendig, uh, you know, wrote Characters for this comic, and the character is a lesbian or the character is bisexual or something like that. And now, uh, Chuck Wendig has been let go from his contract with Disney, and um, that's not cool, you know, at all. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I, I personally was not the hugest fan of the Aftermath trilogy that he wrote, which was the new uh canon trilogy that happens like it picks up right after Return of the Jedi, uh, but at the okay. same time, um, it wasn't, you know, first of all, they weren't, like, bad enough to let him go, obviously, because those came out a few years ago. And, you know, this was all based on people complaining because, you know, they didn't want a lesbian character or they didn't, you know, want a, a black character, you know, or or whatever specific, you know, grievance they've they've come yeah. up with. But at the same time, they've really stuck with... You know, with Ray, and you know, to, with Ray, and and with, with Finn to an extent, and and with and with Poe. I mean, obviously, Oscar Isaac is a tremendous actor, but uh, you know, people see him as some people see him as a non white person. I've you know seen that thrown around as well. You know, I mean, by obviously idiotic people, but you know, it's it's one of those things where I, I think they will tolerate it as much as they think they can. And for movies, I think they'll probably have a bit more tolerance for it because it's a, uh, bigger, wider audience. And, um, then they do for comics, uh, and books. Mm, yeah. I- I- if sure. that makes sense. Um, it does. Yeah. Because,
0: There's so much more money to be made in (laughs) movies.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the niche people, like the people like me who have a lot of time on their hands can read all of the comics and like, you know, look at these reference books and things of that nature. But, you know, most people don't have that much time. So, you know, Disney and I completely disagree with this, but Disney is probably thinking, you know, okay, we're going to pander to them a little bit here, you know, and. You know, whatever. I think that's a terrible idea. They shouldn't have fired mm-hmm. when they shouldn't have fired Wendig in the first place. But that, you know, is if I if way. I own Disney, I wouldn't. You know, I w- we wouldn't.
0: Boy, if you own Disney, I think a lot would be different.
1: Oh, oh yeah, it would. It would <laughs> There'd be a lot of things different. Um, but yeah, it. You know, it's. I I think that. They have an idea for what they want to do, and they've, like, signed these agreements. That doesn't mean that they can't change them, but at the same time, they've started introducing a lot more stuff, a lot more information, and a lot more stories from the public time periods, so you it, it seems to both me and people who are you know i guess insider types on this sort of thing that they're gearing up to start showing more of that gearing up to start showing that time period and showing what what it actually looked like and i mean my guess would be that it would be you know if they were going to do a trilogy, they would somehow encompass the Tales of the Jedi comic books and then the first two, uh, or in the Knights games. And then they would, you know, throw elements of the Old Republic MMO in there because the story just kind of became like a giant soap opera type thing. It was, it's just
0: weird. Sure. So, what's your, uh, give me, give me your, um, give me your ultimate story that you would see in this. Like you're, you're, you're an older public head. You're like your big time co-tour guy and we can get yeah, back to talking. Yeah, about no, we too. But like, I mean, this is kind of, yeah. I figured where we would go anyway, like just talking about it in general. Um, but what's your, what's your, what's your ultimate story that they would cover? Like what, what would be your dream story to have covered in old, in older Republic?
1: Story? Well, I mean, and this is the other thing now, now I'm going to say this and you know, if if pablo hidalgo hears this and he is listening number one you should come on the show obviously number two you of should course. hire me to write this or, or at least do a treatment for it because i'll do it for less money than other people and i know more about it than most other people and also i'm a giant yeah, moron right. or i'm a giant nerd so i'm a moron too but that's beside the point um that's not no an it's ad. not an don't, ad wait a minute don't God, tell God, him. i'm sorry um <laughs> Put in put in the the promo placement here. Um. That the ad read. Uh. No, my, mine would be probably that they they take the 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 tales of the Jedi comics, which happened about forty or fifty years before the first Knights game, and they would have been referenced a lot more heavily in. In that game, if Lucas hadn't been in litigation with um, Dark Horse Comics at the time, uh, like one of the characters that's that's referenced and you see a few times in the Tales comics named uh, Vima Sunrider is she was going to be like a a companion that could join your group in the game. Um, So you know there's stuff like that um so i mean basically i think you could you know tell the first the first movie you introduce that the second movie you you kind of bridge the story of of nights and then the third movie you know maybe you don't make it so bleak for the jedi not because you you know not because you don't want to tell like a bleak story you can do that if you want to but you know you just don't want to say like, you yep, know, yep. There's only two Jedi left again. Like, you know, we we've seen that, you know, let's, let's have a different struggle, you know, going a different right. struggle going on. Um, that, I mean, that, that, that to me would be what, what it would look like because they're just, you know, that they're, they're really good stories and they're good film or, I mean, there's a lot of material in there that you could move into films. And I mean, I could easily see them, you know, like saying, OK, you know, we're going to do something like this and we will use the characters. But, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of these things are going to change in in some way, shape or form.
0: You know, that's interesting. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you took from the comics and not the game specifically. I would have assumed that you would have gone gone for something in game.
1: Well, I mean, I think that if they do that, they have to include Revan. Uh, from who's the playable character, the player character in the in in the Knights game, uh, the the first KotOR uh, game, because he's the most well known character. I think you have to have him there in in some element and and have him go through the story because the, the problem with 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 Revan now, at least how he ended up, is that like that they didn't have him in the second game because. Uh, apparently they were going to like have a third game and he was going to come back and there was you know there was going to be a lot of stuff like that but when they decided to make the old republic MMO like they gave revan this whole weird story and like he was off like fighting this other sith emperor like in the unknown regions and blah blah i mean you know it just became this whole thing so his story just became super convoluted like even even more so than a normally convoluted EU story would be like, it was just convoluted. I mean, Star like Wars. I could tell I could do it, but like, I don't want you, I, I don't want you to lose Patreon subscribers. I don't, that, that sounds.
0: No, no, please don't, don't, uh, don't, if, if it's honestly, if it's yeah. convoluted in Star Wars, I'm that, that terrifies me. On yeah. Some sort of it's like it's elemental
1: dumb. Level. It's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I'm not a fan. It's, it's silly. It doesn't sound great, but I mean, I, I think you would have to have have him and uh, include other elements fr- from the games. And I mean, people like Dave Filoni, who's one of the creative people at Lucas Lucasfilm, uh, has mentioned specifically that he's a fan of the Old Republic games and he wants to bring them back. And he's like. The he tried to incorporate a little bit of that into the Clone Wars and Rebels, you know, just little references here and there. So, I mean, cool. I, I I think it will happen, I don't know how long, and I, uh, you know, I hope it's uh before you know the earth burns up.
0: Well, I mean, that would be quite a while, it wouldn't really be <laughs> a development, no, 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 not at Close. all. Close, <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, no, that's that's cool. Um, so, I mean, like, I can't ask any specific questions about about KotOR two because I haven't played it yet. But tell me, and I will someday. I actually really will. I have it on my list of things to do. I have it in my Steam library. It's it's one of the ones that I I really intend to play. But uh,
1: how many games do you have in your Steam library, oh, and
0: how many of them have you not played? Uh oh, man, so many and so many I. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah I, mean, I buy them what i end up doing a lot of times which is like i mean it's even worse when you have a uh a podcast and you can like technically justify it as a um mm-hmm, a business mm-hmm. expense what i end up doing is i just buy stuff when it's on sale because i'm thinking like wow you know i'm gonna have to I have to play this eventually like it's you know so mm-hmm. it's good to have it now
1: mm-hmm. um, oh yeah like I bought I bought Dark Souls three because it was on sale at a Steam a Steam sale and I I didn't even really like Dark Souls two that much but I was like I'm gonna buy Dark Souls three why <laughs> who knows it's, there's, cheap. There's, it's cheap that's that's a good reason to buy something
0: yeah that's, uh, that's the reason we always like to buy things for is for no reason except that the price is right um,
1: exactly
0: we should make no, a I mean, game show that's about true
1: that.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I I totally I totally agree and like I you know many of them I haven't played but at the same point like I I have some that I don't think I'll ever play or play ever play seriously and mm-hmm. you know they're on there just in case I ever do but yeah. like some like Kotor and like some of the ones people have gotten me and want me to play like I'll I'll those I keep kind of in the back of my mind mm-hmm. is stuff that I'll I'll dig into soon. I and like I'll, every time I do I I feel really I feel like they're really I don't know. They they I'm trying to think of how to say this. Like they they always feel rewarding. Yeah. Um, so like I did I did um I did System Shock two mm-hmm. for the first time um a long time ago not a long time ago but like a, I don't know not not too too long ago but like a couple of a few months ago maybe like six months ago now um and it was great like I had a great yeah. time with it I was super happy I had finally played it it was like absolutely something that i was glad i did and and i think kotor is going to be the same way um so that's why i have it on the list not even necessarily because like i think it's going to be better than (laughs) i don't know like uh dark souls 3 or whatever (laughs) but mainly because like it seems like you know it might be i think something i'll get something out yeah um but since i don't know too too much about the game i can't speak to it in in the way you can so I mean, can you give me can you give me your your argument for for Kotor 2 Like as a as an important as an important piece of art or as an important game?
1: I I think it is. I think it's a game where if if you're a person who enjoys Star Wars, if you're a person who enjoys RPGs, uh, I, either of those things, and and if you enjoy both of them, then certainly it's a game to play, and it has a lot of rough edges um unfortunately now if you have it on steam you can download the um uh, i forget what it's called uh the restored content mod which uh restores a lot of what was cut because um of their very truncated development schedule and it Uh, I think it, I think it adds a lot to the game, but, but I mean, even without that, it, it goes to a lot of different places in star Wars, a lot of, a lot of in-universe things that are very interesting and it's, you know, it's, it's another game that relies heavily on, uh, tropes and, uh, Silliness and you know you you obviously have to ignore or suspend reality for some things, but it's also just it's sure. also just this ridiculously uh fun game with a bunch of callbacks and uh, like a bunch of stuff to find and uh, the, the treya Kreya is you know she has a very interesting uh way of looking at the the force and you know she she views it more like the the joke i always make about it is that it's space calvinism you know like a, 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 Force, the force wills you to do something you're going to do it <laughs> nice. you know you're going to end up at, if you're at a and the force wants you to be at b you're going to end up at b regardless and i mean that's how it's kind of presented in the movies and everything else and she hates that despite it, and she wants to destroy the force and so she's going to use this right. you know player character as a vector for that and there are these really cool villains and um you know it, If you do the restored content mod, it, it fleshes them out a little bit more, but at the same time, even without it, I still think it's good, but it it also means something different to, you know, to everyone. Like, uh, to me, it, it, you know, I was, uh, I was playing it while, uh, while my daughter, um, was, uh, was struggling with health problems and, uh, I was taking care of her at the same time. And so it, uh, you know, it meant a lot to me about, uh, you know, finding and and coping and dealing with depression and coming through things like that. And, and she's fine now, but, um, at the same time, it also like, there's a lot of the last Jedi in, uh, the Sith Lords, like, people cutting themselves off from the force because they saw something so traumatic that caused a terrible event and they don't want to deal, you know, they can't deal with it anymore. So they cut themselves off and they leave and they come back, you know, and they, they come back and they find themselves and they have to face their demons and things of that nature. And it's, I mean, obviously broad strokes because it's star Wars, but at the same time. Yeah.
0: Interesting. No, I like that. Um, there's something in there I wanted to ask you. Uh I guess I'll ask you this. Like what what is it about Star Wars that that does it for you? Like what is it about Star Wars that is the the sort of like defining factor of like why it, why it works for you? Like why you love it. Obviously, there's every number of reasons you can give and you already gave some of them. But like just in terms of like w- what's been bringing you back? Like what do you what do you keep coming back and saying like, "Yeah, I got to I got to play more Star I got to play more. I got to watch more Star Wars. I got to play these games. I have to I have to I-, I love this universe. Like why do you what what about it keeps bringing you back? I mean,
1: if I can be if I can be totally honest about it, it's uh the world is is really shitty. And I mean, for you know, for lack of a better way to say it, it it's shitty and every once in a while you, you need some escapism and Um, taking, you know, taking care of, uh, of my daughter, it was just, I had to find something that wasn't looking at Twitter even more and getting more terminally online or looking at news more or something like that. And so I just threw myself back into this, just something that I've always loved the, like the form of escapism I always had as a kid, you know, my sister who, you know, never understood why. I you know I really cared as much about Star Wars as I did cuz they subjected her to Star Wars like they did me and almost named her Leia which I'm really glad they didn't because that would have been Oh,
0: that would have been so bad. Luke you can get away with. Yeah. Easily yeah, but, enough. People lots of people are named Luke.
1: But but at the same time having two kids and one of them being named Luke and one of them being named Leia's uh No, that that one's that one's going to be weird. Um yeah. and and uh you know, it was the thing that, that, that we always used to do, you know, and just get like a stick and pretend it's a lightsaber or whatever. So it was always just my form of, of escapism, just like, you know, people use reading or TV or books or whatever. This is, you know, this is my thing and, yeah, and it's course. always, you know, yeah. my, like I, I, I joke sometimes that. Yeah, you know, my parents gave me three religions and I only kept two and I kept college football and Star Wars and, and left the other one. And they, they, they would have preferred, they would have preferred the other way, but, yeah, you know, it is what it really? is.
0: Really? College, which one, which two would they have
1: liked? Uh, uh, <laughs> Evangelical Christianity and college football, probably. <laughs> Those were the two you think uh, they pick? Like my parents? Yeah. Like you know i mean yeah okay <laughs> probably they yeah they that's <laughs> yeah they there's something yeah that's where they're at it's i mean yeah okay. it's i think it just means it's just like you know it's just that weird thing that that everybody has the the thing that that sticks you know that that sticks with you like what's the like what's the property or the the book series or, or whatever that, that you really, you know, that, that you just, you know, and I mean, if you don't have, like Uh, not everybody has one, but like me, you know, it's, it's Star Wars and, and my sister, because, you know, she grew, grew up when it happened. It was, it was Harry Potter. And, 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 you know, I, I think everybody,
0: Mine probably was Harry Potter for a time, but isn't any mm-hmm. like I, I enjoy Harry Potter and I still can watch the movies, but JK Rowling has in many ways ruined it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Uh, boy, you know what? For a while it was just comics, anything in comics, Marvel and mm-hmm. DC comics, yeah. pretty much, um, any other properties, Spider-Man, I guess I would, I would constantly return to, that would be something that was comforting for me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was good escapism. Uh, I, I for a while, I would just read crazy cat comics if huh. I wanted to escape. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, there's all sorts of things. I guess like I'll go back to playing. Sometimes I'll play video games to escape, yeah. and like those will be like Metroidvanias or collectathons or something like mm-hmm. that, because there's something about the idea of compl- And I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but there's something about like the idea of completing something yeah. that's very uh, cathartic. To
1: yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, I get that. And, and and I think the the thing with me is that I just happen to pick something, you know, that when I was a kid, like, I mean, yeah, like Star Wars is a big deal. But, like, I, I you know, like, I, I do remember, like, you know, like, people, like, joking on me for, like, in Star Wars when I was in, like, third grade or, you know, whatever. Like, and now, like, it seems silly to say because Star Wars is the biggest thing in the world, you know, but at the same time, like. When I was a kid, you know, it was like, I don't even remember what year that was, like 91 or 92 or something like that. You know, it was like. Yeah, that
0: wasn't the right year to like. Yeah, working. you know,
1: like and so I just happened to pick the thing or, you know, be, you know, bestowed with the thing that would get kickstarted back, you know, and it's now a huge deal. You know, <laughs> I just didn't give me like Doctor Who hmm. or like something, you know. Like, Like, you know, one of those people who's like parents made him watch like every episode of Star Trek like a hundred times or something like that. I don't know. I I, You know, I love it and I don't make any, you know, I don't make any qualms about it. And I'm not going to let those those asshole chuds be the only ones who get to talk about it and, you know, run people off of Twitter and all that shit. They they don't they don't get to be the only ones that get to do that. You get to run people off Twitter. No, too. I meant talk about it. No. I'm just yeah.
0: kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I realized what I said as I said it, and I was like, "That's going to sound
0: bad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, Luke, I think that's a perfect place to stop. Is there anything we, we didn't get to? Anything you want to you want to talk about that we missed? Not that I can think of.
1: It's it's been uh, it's been good talking to you. I appreciate uh, appreciate yeah, man. The, it's always good talking coming to you. back on the podcast, and uh, and you having me back on. It's a uh, it's a great
0: show. I love it. Oh thank you my pleasure well and, and come on again man this has been this has been a real pleasure